Hi everyone, it's Lee Fonstich here with my new podcast series, actually very first series, and I'm going to call it the top 10. Um, there's a lot of weird sh- shit out there, from stories to f- uh, discoveries to weird facts. I mean, it's endless and it's very interesting, but I... You know, some of them are just way spooky and some are just mind-blowing and, well, let's get started into it anyways. First one, I was looking into uh, government um, experiments, there we go, and there was two big ones that came up. They kind of rolled off of each other after this, but... MK Ultra. I'm pretty sure if anyone out there actually knows a little history, they know about MK Ultra and how the CIA performed their illegal experiments through unknowing people. I mean, it's really kind of scary to think about because you could be getting drugged by our own government that's supposed to protect you. I mean, the CIA does so many weird stuff they smuggle in drugs to our country and then um they put a bomb in a camel now that, now that one was the interest one they put a bomb in a camel to fucking fight the russians in the middle east like where, where does all this money go like we spent 20 million dollars on a cat with like cameras on it and like the first five minutes on its first very Mission is supposed to go retrieve intel. It, it gets run over by a car. $20 million cat. Just gone. I mean, it's, our CIA is, like, really stupid. Really, really stupid. And then this MK Ultra, they pretty much already burnt all the files, but they were experimenting with mind control and LSD work, and they were basically roofing people. Um, I think they documented thousands, hundreds, thousands, not hundred thousand, but like maybe a hundred, maybe a thousand people were affected by these experiments and electroshock therapy. And just remember that next time you're voting or you're thinking into politics, just remember there's always, you know, two sides to a coin. And then we got the geopin files. I think I said that right, or Guy Pan Files. Well, either way, it's about G-E-I-P-A-N. Um, you can pronounce that however the fuck you want to pronounce it, because apparently I can't read. But this one was kind of interesting, and I got way more into it. Is It was the first files ever opened to the public. All UFO files they had open to the public. I forget which country did this, I believe it was somewhere over in Asia, and these, there's thousands of pages on these UFO sightings, and, um, these stories can be backed up to unsolved, like, that's as far as it goes, I mean, obviously no one can, well, at least no one knows of any proof for aliens, you believe it, what you want, I guess I, more of a seer to believer kind of thing, but, you know, you never know. I mean, one of the 
um, claims was five small people, about 150 centimeters tall, landed on a farm, and this was backed up by, uh, shit. I actually wrote that down. Oh, people, sorry about that. I don't know who it was backed up by. But there was one that was backed up by a flight tower after a sighting, and they could just put it as unsolved mystery. So, but that also brings us to our next creepy top 10 ordeal here. The real life men in black. All right, so we were already talking about the CIA and the release of these files, and all of a sudden you got these people, like pale white, no eyebrows, no facial hair, um, no expression, just wearing black. They, I mean, uh, there's a uh, video on YouTube, you can t- just type in real life men in black, um, and you'll see them walk into a bank, and no one knows who these people were, nothing. I mean, I guess they've been known to use um, their number instead of their names. They only talk to two types of people, people who've seen UFOs, obviously, and people who research UFOs. So. They're kind of like the CIA of UFO world. They shut people's mouths up and take any necessary evidence that they have to or any necessary means to get their job done. Like one story, Harold Dahl, 1947, uh, sees a UFO, takes uh, UFO fragments or UFO sightings. There's like six flying over him with his dog. And he takes pictures of the fragments because the fragments, I think, falls and kills his dog. Well, the fucking men in black show up and take his pictures and basically ruin them and tell him that he can never speak of this again. And, I mean, to me, that'd be kind of creepy. I mean, first of all, they just knocked on my door. I think I was screwed. Because, yeah. I mean, no one wants to deal with an, well, no one wants to deal with any of that stuff. But it would be cool to see an alien, but who knows what the men in black do? They might make you disappear along with those aliens, so you know, be careful what you wish for. Alright. Well, I guess there's this Robert Richardson. He collided with a UFO in 1968. And when he collided with it, the UFO vanished. Remember, this is all allegedly. Don't don't go up there, people, and be, you know, stupid. And say that, well, this guy, Leaf on Stick on your podcast, is like, he said this really happened. No, this was all reports of people, you know, filing a, like, a fucking police report. So, it's just allegedly... And plus, who knows, in 1968, how they got this information. You can just Google it. But when he crashed with this UFO, it disappeared and left a chunk of metal behind. So he goes and picks the metal up. Why not? Why the fuck not? I mean, I would too, because I'd be like, what the hell just happened? I hit this object and it vanished on me. Of course, I'm going to take this piece of metal. I'm going to go turn it in. I'm going to get this thing looked at. Well, as soon as he did that... These two mysterious men come knocking on his door, and they're like, well, what did you do with the, we heard you had a crash, 
um, what did you do with the medal? Well, he's thinking to himself the whole time, like, well, I never told anyone about this. I just handed it in to get it, you know, researched because, like, literally just the next day, he just handed it in to get it looked at, and they already know everything about it. And he's like, well, I already gave it away. And they're like, well, if you want your wife to keep looking as pretty as she does, you better find a way to get it back. And then they just left. And he says he never heard from them again. I mean, to me, that sounds pretty threatening. It's kind of creepy. But that's why we're here. Unfortunately, for my first video, I'm not going to have ten. I have about three more hitchhiking stories that well, might give you a little chills. And... Well, two more hitchhiking stories. And some of my prone personal creepy experiences. <clears throat> so, we all gone through driver's ed. You know, 15 years old. I mean, I went through my driver's ed in small town. Get out of Wisconsin. You know, good luck finding that unless you live in Wisconsin. Even people who live here might even fucking miss the town. But we're going through our driver's ed. And I've always been a huge traveler. So, like... Hearing my driver ed my driver ed teacher's story about Highway 66, her experience, you know, kind of always lingers in the back of your mind when you're on desolate roads, because what she had happened was really creepy. So she was driving, I think, out to Vegas or California, or she lived out there, and um, on her way home, I think I was late home one night from work. She was home really late driving highway 66 it was desolate no one was around and boom her tire goes flat you know okay well this sucks you know most people that really sucks you know we all had flat tires i'm pretty sure let's don't drive then you got other issues to worry about than a flat tire obviously but you know yeah she gets flat tire middle of the night um scary on Highway 66, the next rest stop's an hour away, or in her home, her home, and take her about an hour to get home. Well, since her tire was flat, she had no one to come help her fix the tire, or she, she couldn't do it herself. It took her about two hours to get home. She just limped it there. Um, I've had to do it. You just kind of put your car in a ditch and you drive really damn slow. Well, as she's doing this, like an hour passes, and this, a car that finally does show up. Um, she, it's like, oh, thank God, someone's coming. The guy pulls up and rolls down his window and he's like, well, you know, do you need some help there? She said that for some reason she couldn't let the man help her. She just knew that it didn't, it didn't feel right. And she's like, no, I, I'll be fine. My husband's home, I'll get it home. We'll get it all worked out. The guy's like really pressing to help her. Like he really wants to do it, but eventually he, he leaves. She's like, no, no, I got this. And she does get the car home. And the next morning she's telling her husband, she's like, the whole tire's flat. You gotta go fix the tire on the car. He gets out there and looks at the car. Nothing wrong with the tires. They are never even flat. And you, like I said, if you had a flat tire, she said it was very, it has a very distinctive limp to it, you know, like, do, do, do. And she said it the whole night on her way home, I had that. She was 
found a term in it. Her tires were flat and nothing. And then there's this creepy guy that shows up willing to help. Like, the whole story, it's just, even to this day, it kind of gives me chills thinking about it because I've been on those desolate roads in the middle of the night and, and you do think, well, I break down. No. What the hell is going to happen? Yeah. And then this is a new hitchhiking story I heard today. And this one was... This one was creepy, and this one was a true, true story about a hitchhiker. P- people do not pick up hitchhikers. I've been a hitchhiker. I've picked up hitchhikers. Usually, most of them are pretty good, but after hearing this, I definitely would be cautious. At least keep some kind of protection on you. But this woman named Nikki, driving, I think uh, she had a ways to go. Was doing some traveling. And or is heading home really, really late at night in the cities. And she see this hitchhiker just passed him and he does the old thumbs up. So she, you know, pulls over and she has a big heart, offers to help the man. And he gets in the car, they're talking and just, you know, good small talk, casual conversation. You know, they're going and she even offers to buy the man food. Which is really nice gesture, you know. He probably doesn't have a whole lot of money. He's obviously hitchhiking. But he got really flustered when he had to ask for help. He didn't really seem to like it, but he accepted it. He was really nice. And, you know, they got their dinner. And he's like, oh, you know, just drop me off, you know, downtown here. And he's like, can I get your number so, you know, maybe one day we can catch up. And she's like, sure, you know, not a big deal. Here you go. Well, a week later, the man calls her. And he releases his true intention. He's like, you should thank God you're such a nice person. Because I was going to rape and murder you and ditch your car in the ditch and go on my merry way. But once I found out how nice you were, I couldn't bring myself to do it. And he told her, he's like, Nikki never pick up another hitchhiker and he hung up the phone well she tried to call the phone back and it just went to a payphone and if she wasn't that nice of a person that night she would have been killed raped and killed I think to me that would be a lesson never to pick up hitchhikers no matter how nice they look they could be psychotic Um, no, no one likes a crazy person But enough of that. Now we're gonna go into a little, a little more ghosts. Now we've talked about aliens, the creepy hitchhiking stories, some secret experiments. Now let's go into my own personal ghost stories, my own personal Ouija board experiences, and I'd love to hear other people's because those ones get really bizarre. Like, I personally did not think that was like, fucking, this game's a joke. Until that piece starts fucking moving. And it f- feels like it's fucking gliding. I swear to God, ever since I messed with one back in 2009, my life's been weird. 
all it does is I felt like it brings trouble and like we had shit fall off our walls before weird noises I mean we even got rid of this Ouija board and it came back like we thought me and my friend were like we're digging through his garage outside this Ouija board shows up we haven't seen this thing in five six years and he's like I'm like I thought you told me you got rid of this he's like dude I swear I got rid of it he's like I swear to god I got rid of it and it came back so we burned it well Ouija boards don't burn people it took all damn night and it just held its shape all on fire never seen anything like it I mean these totally how these things are spooky like even if you don't believe in ghosts you get a group of friends that you trust that you know ain't pushing that fucking piece like at least you know you and two others and you, you mess with that thing and your whole fucking views are gonna fucking change okay like it motherfucker told me to die twice on two separate occasions and two different boards did not like me one damn bit So, I was gonna say, if you ever want a creepy experience, definitely go to the Ouija board. Or haunted places. There's plenty of haunted places out there. Supposedly haunted. I mean, I've been to a few myself here, you know. I'm from Wisconsin. We got our fair share of old buildings that people claim to be haunted. Uh, a couple of cemeteries. Actually, one of my favorite cemeteries to just relax in is supposed to be one of the most haunted cemeteries in our area. And it's called the Carryville Cemetery. And it is a very old cemetery. We have vets there from Civil War buried. Um, some of these stones go back to 1840s. Um, some are just rocks in the ground, a very ominous vibe. It kind of floats over the cemetery, but at the same time, it is very secluded. And I like my peace and quiet sometimes away from the world. But well, that's all I got for today. Sorry it wasn't 10, but I got six weird stories out there and why not well five weird stories and reasons i wouldn't mess with a ouija board or pick a pitch pick up hitchhikers or answer your door to people wearing black i mean we got a weird world out there people weird world and the more you look into it it just gets weirder you're just jumping down the rabbit hole but this everyone out there be safe don't pick up hitchhikers like i said and for the love of God, just don't trust anyone. All right, everyone, you have a good day. And I'll have more videos. I'll have videos. More podcasts coming here soon. More better top 10 random. Random top 10 facts once a week at least. So please follow my video and um, share your stories. Um, if you have any advice on how I improve, please let me know. This is all new to me. All right. Talk to you all later.